0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Wednesday, the 27th of April.
1: In your Sport Today, Mickelson makes a comeback. The Waratahs are saved by the bell, an Aussie boxer makes history, and the UFC comes to town. This is your sport today. We're starting with golf today because the rebel Saudi Arabian backed golf tour looks like it might have attracted its first big player loose. They don't get much bigger than Phil Mickelson.
0: Now you'd probably have to go to Tiger Woods to get a bigger active player than Mickelson. What we know is that Mickelson's manager has requested a release from the PGA tour in the US. So Phil can play in the first LIV golf invitational series event, which is the breakaway tour backed by Saudi Arabia. That's headed by Aussie golf legend, Greg Norman. Mickelson hasn't played for a few months since he made some comments about how he'd be prepared to overlook Saudi Arabia's, human rights record to play in the Rebel Tour and put pressure on the PGA Tour. He said the PGA was acting like a dictatorship by possibly banning players from their tour if they signed with the Rebel League that was offering huge prize money so they'd play exclusively in their events.
1: Yeah, Luce, the prize money here is said to be about 10 times that of the PGA. Now, Mickelson is also officially registered to play in the PGA Championship and the US Open, but the first breakaway event is in between those majors in London. And Luce, Mickelson might have a big name opponent.
0: Yeah, there are reports in the UK that say that 2017 Masters champion Sergio Garcia has asked for a release from the PGA Tour to also play in the breakaway event in London, and so have it South African Louis Oosthuizen and Englishman Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter. All these players face possible bans by the PGA Tour, but the European players could be overlooked for the Ryder Cup team, which is the traditional team event between Europe and the US. The Rebel Tour will likely not be a tour until next year. Instead, it's looking like it'll be standalone events like the one in London from June 9 to eleven.
1: Yeah, and reports say that up to 20 players have asked for a release to play in that first event. We could know in as little as two weeks who those players are, so expect to hear a lot more about this story. Those of you who love rugby union would have seen New South Wales Waratahs player Angus Bell sent off during last week's loss to the Chiefs. Now, he was looking at up to a six-game ban for that tackle, but Luce, he's free to play on Saturday.
0: He sure is, and that's Big news for the Waratahs because Bell has represented the Wallabies and is considered one of the best young forwards in Australia. Bell was given a red card two minutes into their game against the Chiefs at Magic Round for a tip tackle that saw Sam Kane land on his head. He was facing up to six weeks out, which would have ruled him out for the rest of the Super Rugby Pacific regular season. But he doesn't have to worry. The judiciary said other players contributed to the tackle, and let him off with a warning.
1: Yeah, they did, so he's now available for Saturday's game against the Crusaders at Leichhardt Oval in Sydney. But, Luce, there is some bad news, and that's because fullback Will Harrison is going to miss up to 12 months with a serious knee injury. All right, that brings us to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by the Union Live app, where you can get all the latest rugby scores and news. Who has scored the most points in this year's Super Rugby Pacific Comp? Luce, got a clue for us?
0: Well, this guy does play for an Australian team. Okay, that
1: narrows it down a big time. I'll have the answer at the end of the show. (laughs) To Aussie rules now, and Collingwood fans, they got some bad news yesterday that star ruckman Brodie Grundy could be on the sidelines for a month or more with injury. Luce, what's happened here?
0: Yeah, not great news for Pies fans. Grundy hurt the posterior cruciate ligament in his right knee in the win over the Bombers on Anzac Day. We're not medical experts here, but when you hear ligament, it's often not good. Collingwood are saying he'll miss several weeks, but a mid-level PCL injury can rule players out for up to 10 to 12 weeks. This is a big blow for the Magpies because Grundy is one of the top ruckmen in the league when he's at his best. And he recently signed a deal that has him staying at Collingwood until the end of 2027 on close to a million dollars a year.
1: Yeah, as you said, we are definitely not doctors. So Grundy, he's going to meet up with some specialists later this week just to see how bad the injury is. And this will test Collingwood's depth. They are sitting eighth on the ladder at the moment with three wins and they play the Suns at the MCG on Sunday. If you listened yesterday, then you would have heard us talking about Tyson Fury, a.k.a. the Gypsy King, who says he's retired from boxing after his win over the weekend. But Luce, let's talk about a new fighter who's going to make a little bit of history later in the year.
0: Yeah, that's Tina Rahimi, who has been picked in the boxing team that's going to Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games. Now, the reason this is such a big deal is that Rahimi is the first Muslim woman to box for Australia at a Commonwealth Games. Rahimi has a 15-2 and record, has won a national title, and only took up boxing four years ago to help with her fitness. There are four women and seven men in Australia's boxing squad for the Games, which begin in July.
1: Yeah, that's right, and there are going to be 425 Aussie athletes in Birmingham, including Kay Scott, who's going to become the second Australian boxer to compete at three COM games. Let's go to some snooker news now because Aussie Neil Robertson, he produced the sports Holy Grail yesterday, but, Luce, it wasn't enough because he lost a thriller in the second round of the World Championships.
0: Yeah, a lot of people tipped him to win his second world championship after Robertson had won a few important titles leading up to the tournament. But Robertson won't add to his 2010 trophy after he lost 13-12 to 12 to Jack Lazowski, but Gab's there was one major highlight. Robertson had a break of a 147, which is the highest you can get. Think of it like a nine data in darts or a 300 in ten-pin bowling. A 147 means you sink 15 reds and blacks and then pot the remaining colors without missing. The reason why it's so special is because this was only the 12th time it had been done at the World Championship.
1: Yeah, I played a bit of snooker on Saturday and I think my highest break was eight. So (laughs) that kind of puts it in perspective. This was the fifth 147 of Robertson's career and the first at the Crucible in Sheffield where they played the World Championship since 2020. He was pretty chuffed and said that this was definitely on his bucket list and you can understand why he was so happy. He got a $70,000 bonus for the 147. There was so much sport on over the weekend, so we just couldn't get all the big results in yesterday's show. But in Nelson Bay in New South Wales, the Australian Ultimate Championships were held and loose by Ultimate. We're talking Ultimate Frisbee.
0: We sure are, Gabs. And a quick explainer on Ultimate Frisbee, it's kind of like netball with a frisbee on a footy field, but instead of trying to get a ball in a ring, the aim is to catch the frisbee in an end zone. First to 15 wins, there are no refs, and it's up to the players to enforce the rules. So a dozen teams from around the country and New Zealand competed in the men's and women's divisions over four days. In the end, it was the ellipsis ampersand team from Victoria that won the women's division, and the Sunderslice team from New South Wales won the men's open division.
1: Great names and an even better sport. I played a little bit of it at uni and it was a lot of fun. If you want to check out some of the action, I've put a link to the KO Freebies page where you can watch all the highlights. All right, it's time for Catch This. So we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up. And, uh, Luz, there's a big NBL announcement coming up tonight.
0: Yeah, there sure is. It's the NBL MVP Awards tonight from 630
1: Yep, you can catch that on Foxtel and KO. Perth. Bryce Cotton is looking to win it for the third year in a row. All right, let's get back to today's trivia question, which was brought to you by the Union Live app. Which player is the leading point scorer in this year's Super Rugby Pacific comp? Luce, he plays for an Australian team. Who is it?
0: It's James O'Connor from the Queensland Reds.
1: It certainly is, and he's on 74 points at the moment. All right, that is us done for the day. Luce, you are going to be back tomorrow with Sam. I'll be back next week. Take care.